Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome back to Before the Coffee Gets Cold podcast. I am your host, Janaba, and I have a very exciting guest today. She's a part of our Ahda Collective. She does our socials. She's, I think I've known her for a few months. I think not even a year. A few months, yeah. So uh, this is Tisneem. I don't know your last name, actually. Tisneem. Um, oh, I got confused. I called Asra, Asra Khan, and she was like, no, it's not. So I think I got confused. Okay, well. It's the same Khan, um, and she's in the house with us today. Could you introduce yourself? Uh, hi, um, I'm Tasneem Khan, and I'm uh, partners, <laughs> you could say, with mm-hmm. Janaba. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, together with Asra as well, we yes. run the Akhilo Collective. Yes. And um, alhamdulillah, like, I'm excited to be on the podcast today. Sounds good. I'm very excited to have you. So our first question goes to you. Obviously, it's only you here. Um, what would you? What do you have to order when you go to a cafe? Like, what's the, the thing on the menu you have to get for you to be satisfied? Oh yes. Okay. So I have a, a bit of an explanation. Mm-hmm. Um, I know this show is called Before the Coffee Gets Cold, <laughs> but I feel like a bit of an imposter because every time I go to a cafe, I have to order hot chocolate. Oh, that's because good. I'm not a coffee drinker. Oh, me neither. Yeah. I don't drink coffee much. But, um, <laughs> um, yeah. The caffeine just, like, I don't know, does something to my mm-hmm. um, inside. So mm-hmm. I try to stay away from it. But yeah. thankfully, mm-hmm. um, cafes have hot chocolate. Yes. So yes. <laughs> Do you have a favorite hot chocolate you get from? Um, like a, a certain shop or? They shouldn't, like, yeah. Shouldn't okay, the best, the best hot chocolate I've tried was, I think this is a one-off thing, mm-hmm. but at an Oliver Brown. Oh, I've heard um, of those ones, yeah. Yeah, and it's because they they used Belgian chocolate, so it made oh, it like deeper. I like so I good. like yeah, I like hot yeah. chocolates that are a bit like deeper. Okay, because yeah. I've tried. I went around trying to find different coffee shops. Coffee, I mean, different hot chocolates around. Yeah. The best one for me was uh, um, Cafe the Corner. Just you know when you go into the tunnel at UTS. I mean, oh yes, yes, yes. The station. Yeah. The croissants. God, are there incredible? Actually, the almond oh. croissants. I could it's do with Georgia. baked goods as well, maybe. Okay, Maybe well, on the way to uni one day. <laughs> yes, it is essential. Um, yeah, they have very good hot chocolate there. That's good, yeah. Glory Jeans is okay. Glory Jeans is all right, yeah. yeah. The, the one I've had a lot of hot chocolate was like 7-Eleven, because like, yeah. it's two bucks. <laughs> True. It's, <literally laughs> it's the most economical. It's like, yeah. Yeah, I used to go there after iftar and literally get our chocolate and go home. It is mm. sensational, but not here anymore, so unfortunately. Um, <laughs> I know, I'm going to mourn that 7-Eleven. Yeah, it's so, so convenient. Sad. So convenient. Um... Okay, that sounds perfect. I feel like you and I would get along at a cafe then, because I yes, would definitely order definitely. tons of uh, hot chocolate. Definitely. Okay, so <laughs> since we've been each other for a while, mm-hmm. what about we tell us each other, I guess, our first impressions of one another when we first met, which I remember was in the Masala. I was trying yes. to find you. And I just went <laughs> from a bookshop, but it has been there for like two or three hours. Yes, I distinctly remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you want to go first or should I go first? Or? I think you should go first. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, uh... I I actually don't know. I um obviously like we met at the Musalla. Yeah. So you were you were letting me know that oh you're gonna be a bit late because you you were at a bookshop. But immediate I remember immediately thinking oh wow she loves books we're gonna get along well. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um because anyone that has that obviously um mm. we're gonna get along well because you know the books the the shared love of um, books and reading, mm. and then um, I think that's when I kind of built my impression on you, even though that's like very stereotypical. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I don't mind yeah. it, honestly. <laughs> and then I was like um, excited to meet you, mm-hmm. and then um, at the masala, this always always happens to it happened to us a couple of times, mm-hmm. and now it's all right. Mm-hmm. It happened to us a couple of times where we like realize it's each other, and we're like, oh hi, like, <laughs> like I have to go to class. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have to go to class, or it's like oh hi, I didn't notice you were there, like yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I saw you in the masala, I was, um, and you were like 
I think you were sitting with your books on yes. the on the side. I'm like, oh my god, Michelle, she's so cute <laughs> with her books there. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, so very easy to approach. You know, oh, started cute. a conversation straight away, mm-hmm. um, and then from then it just like went on so smoothly and easily. So I think my my first impression of you like it it's not just one moment. It was mm-hmm. just a collection of little details, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then you know. Yeah. And mm-hmm. now, alhamdulillah, we're fortunate to work together. <laughs> Listen, yeah. um, that's amazing. Thank you. Um, I don't mind just being called a book girl, so I've been used to it for the rest of my life. Um, I think my first impression of you was you were very quiet. Mm, okay, yeah. I, guess I think, yeah, because yeah, I had like, I felt really bad because I would like literally, I, I said I was coming on time and I was late. Yeah. And I'm always never on time. I know people are like, no, I'm never on time. So I was like, oh my yeah. God. Have no, I, like, that's fine. That's, then, that's me as well. Oh, thank God. Okay. And then... You were very quiet, mm-hmm. and I was, like, really trying to pitch you this idea. Like, come on, join it. It's really fun. I was like, I don't know if I'm convincing you. Yeah. Or, and you were yeah. like, yeah, sure. And I also think you are very – I remember one time, um, I think it was after uni, and I got a message that, like, something was posted on my Instagram. I'm like, oh, my God, this is sensational. <laughs> she actually did it. Like, she actually wants no. to do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you, you really – you're always very curious to things. You always yeah. want to ask what's happening. What can I do to help? Yeah. And you always have such brilliant ideas. Yeah. But also, it's that sense of like, if I yeah. want something from you, you would yeah. do it and you do it. I just so want to. Um, I just want to add a point here. Mm-hmm. I was able to do that because you were so like oh. approachable. <laughs> like, and also because um, I feel like you. It's like it's. It wasn't something that was overbearing. Do you get what I mean? It was mm-hmm. something that was mm-hmm. um, even from your perspective so collaborative. So you give us space, like obviously we're doing uni yeah we're working Mm -hmm. um so like handling all that sometimes the schedules they Mm -hmm. get a bit busy but because you're so understanding with it (laughs) that makes it so much easier and Mm -hmm. so much more um you know um yeah enjoyable well i'm yeah. glad i'm glad because i mean i don't want to make it a like something for you to do exactly. like i hate having yeah. an expectation yeah so whatever you can't possibly do i would do it and whenever you can just come along and yeah. do it um well, yeah. i'm glad that um but yeah you're very curious you're yeah. you seem like someone who's very like loves to do work and who's yeah. passionate about social media yeah. and you have like a way to really learn i guess and adapt to things mm-hmm. um so i think those qualities are pretty good in you not good they, they're great they're great okay so because this is our Chamber of Secrets episodes, yes. and we did our last episode last week with Asra, yep. and we went through a bunch of questions. So we're gonna do the same thing as this week as well. Yep. So we have five colors or four colors. I can't really count probably, so I apologize, but there's five colors or four of them. Yep. And no, there's actually four, there's four colors, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna put it down for you to pick yep. which ones you wanna read out loud to all of them, and then basically you will make a conversation around the entire um, one card around it. Yeah. Yeah. So, feel so free. um, I get to pick which. Question? Yeah, and then just put it down, like just lay it down, and then pick it up later on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Do I read them out? I'll just put it back. Just pick the first, the fourth one, the four, the first four first, and then yeah. just put it down, and then you can read it later on when you've already done sorting it out. So one for each color, basically. One for each color. Yes. Okay. So. Okay. And then, yeah. Okay. So put them. Oh, okay, I was like, I think there's double, but no, there's no smicey. Yeah, yeah, so just flip them, whichever, and just read the colour, and basically. Okay. Yeah. Alright, so I've got four questions here. Yeah. And... Should I read them out loud? Yes. Okay, so the first one is, have you ever got your heart broken before? How did it feel? Second question is, how has your relationship with Allah taught you about love? Third question, name one thing you've given up for the sake of Allah. 
And then fourth card, when was the last time you felt not enough? <laughs> yeah. Pretty got, deep questions. You got the hard ones. Oh wow. Pretty pretty deep questions. Yeah, I know which ones I won't pick, but um, which ones yeah. do you think you're comfortable with? Um, immediately, my mm-hmm. um, thoughts go to the last one because mm-hmm. I've had a lot of experience with that. Okay. Um, and I don't mind going into a bit of depth with it. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I think I'm gonna go for the second one. Okay. I think that's a good, okay. good bunch. You have to narrow it okay. down now. Or you can do both. It's your choice. Uh, does does it both go. link together? If it does, then that's all good. I think it does both link okay. together. Okay, well. I'll, let's see if I can find a way. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so what I'm going to do first is actually go through that first one. So mm-hmm. how has your relationship with Allah taught you about love? Okay. Yeah. And I'm going to talk about this one first because I feel like this one ties into the other one. And this mm-hmm. one is just the beginning, okay. the foundation before... I talk about the other one. Yeah. So I think this all just goes down to like you understanding that a relationship with Allah mm-hmm. brings about so many things in your life. Yeah. Because it is the most important relationship and the most important um, connection, right? Mm-hmm. And it's easy to forget that, right? Yeah. Um, so we're talking here specifically about love, right? So we're taught that obviously. Um, the way we love our mothers, the way we love our fathers. Mm-hmm. Um, Allah loves us, you know, many times greater than that, right? Yep, yep. Sometimes it's like when you, I feel like, forget about Allah or kind of lose your way, mm-hmm. um, it's easy to kind of start blaming, blaming yourself, mm-hmm. you know, um, blaming things around you, blaming people around you. But that, I think, all ties back to the fact that, like, this trust and this connection that you're meant to have with Allah um, sometimes gets um, ruptured or sometimes you forget, mm-hmm. right? So it's kind of like a, a solace, like going back to this connection that you have with Allah is a solace, it's a remedy, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so whenever you're talking about, for example, the concept of love, right? Um, Allah obviously, He teaches us that we should love one another, right? Have love for your fellow humans, you know? That's why we do a lot of the things that we do. Um, a lot of the um, you know when we for example let's say go into teaching this is a very mm-hmm. niche example but yeah. because I have this experience in my life when we go into teaching mm-hmm. um, and we have this kind of um, perspective that we want to teach others it's coming out of this um, love of you know spreading knowledge and the best form of this knowledge is obviously Islamic knowledge or mm-hmm. knowledge that Allah has um, ordained us with you know yes. um, so I think just putting into perspective the fact that Allah has taught us to be loving. Mm -hmm. We can't be hateful creatures. Yeah. Because we have to be loving. Mm -hmm. We should incorporate this love in so many different ways. Yeah. Um, And then another common example is loving people for the sake of Allah. Mm -hmm. So um, especially between friends, you know, friends loving each other for the sake of Allah. So that all ties back to this connection and this relationship that you have with Allah and you understand that this is where that love comes comes from, mm-hmm. that that divine love. Mm-hmm. So essentially, if you don't perfect or be trying or making an effort in this divine love, mm-hmm. um, it gets harder to practice love in other forms in your life. Yes, yes. yes. And um, there are many instances, and I don't want to speak on behalf of like certain people, but mm-hmm. there are many instances where um, people actually like you know struggle with love, whether it 
you know, like in a marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a whole different topic, so I'm not touching <laughs> on that. You know? um, marriage, you mm-hmm. know, or more commonly, like um, parents and children. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time, uh, children have strained relationships with their parents, yeah. right? And, um, and I'm not saying this is the only remedy, but if you go back to like what we're touching upon in this connection and um, relationship between Allah, mm-hmm. seeking that divine love will help you um, aspire for love in those sorts of situations, mm-hmm. right? So knowing that, okay, um, these are my parents, so I have to love them for the sake of Allah, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and that might be in certain situations. Other situations, there is that love, and that love, um, that divine love just adds to the existing, the pre-existing love that you have between, you know, in relationships um, with parents, you mm-hmm. know, um, or other forms. So I think just understanding that the stem of love, where yes. love stems from, mm-hmm. is a lot, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, because of this divine love, especially for us Muslims, right? Yeah. Um, and people might have different interpretations of that, but that's how I try and look at it. Mm-hmm. Do you um, think you have an example of when you yeah. felt like you were the most loved, I guess? Maybe one example of, yeah. with people in your life, but as well as one example of a law that you felt like you were just embraced by his yeah, love. Yeah. Um, I I remember once this is a bit of a bit of a personal story but I don't mind telling it mm-hmm. for the sake of an example mm-hmm. where um, it's easy to feel sometimes neglected and left out. Yeah. And I'm not going to specify the exact situation between who but when you feel neglected and left out mm-hmm. and you turn to Allah and the love he has for you mm-hmm. you're overcome with emotions. Yes. And I remember one specific instance where I felt a bit of that neglect Mm -hmm. and I remember I think it was multi prayer and I was praying and then I kind of like started crying in my prayer Mm -hmm. because I sorry this is really personal but I started (laughs) crying in my prayer because um I realized that it doesn't matter if I'm neglected because there's still that Lord watching mm-hmm. over me that mm-hmm. that love that he showers me with mm-hmm. so even if everyone is against me in the world I still have that love yes. from Allah yes. and that is why Allah is so merciful because he loves us mm-hmm. and he bestows his mercy upon us because he wants us to exercise that love as well because he himself is the loving mm-hmm. that's beautiful wow. yeah. mm-hmm. um, and that's like you know a lot of people have stories like that right um, where you know their realization of this connection to Allah and the love that stems from that, mm-hmm. it's just like it over it overtakes you. You know, yes, it does sometimes mean. you're just overcome with emotion, right? Um, and now I'm going to move on to that second question. So the mm-hmm. second question is, when was the last time you felt enough? Okay, and I feel like it's important to tie these two together because mm-hmm. sometimes feeling like enough ties into feeling loved. Yes, right? yes, it does, yes. And it's not just loved by others, it's loved, it's you loving aspects of yourself as well, right? And um, I know there's that whole stereotype, you should like, you know, love yourself, all that, but it's not, it's not as easy. No. <laughs> it's easier <laughs> said than done. Yes, it's easier exactly. said than done, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so often we're faced with times um, in our life where we feel like we're, we're lacking, right? Mm-hmm. We're not enough. We're not enough in the eyes of, I don't know, um, academically maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not enough, um, you know, in maybe certain uh, relationships, like you're striving for a certain relationship, like maybe a friendship, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you 
tend to feel like you're not like doing enough for this other person you know this friendship is not like as strong as you want it to be you know that's that's a pretty specific emotion but that's um like an example that i'm Mm -hmm. trying to say right that when you feel like you're not enough and other things could be you know in terms of um how you view your your body right Mm -hmm. body image yeah um uh you know intelligence again like i said academics maybe even in your striving in your work life Mm -hmm. like you feel like you're not doing enough you know because um at this stage of our lives we're really like aiming towards uni but then we also have like work on the side yeah and so maybe failing to like kind of um complete tasks for the week will have you feeling like oh no i'm I'm, like this is because i'm so like you know i'm not i'm not good enough because Mm -hmm. i can't be on top of things right so then um it gets like it gets easy to blame yourself it's easier to blame yourself almost Mm -hmm. than accept it and say that no this is what i'm going through right now and it's Mm -hmm. all right Mm -hmm. um so there there are instances where i felt like that as well um and again this is a very deep deep topic so everyone has their own Mm -hmm. um experiences here Mm -hmm. but there have been times where uh, um i feel like i've had i've pushed that onto myself that i'm not enough you Mm -hmm. know um and even broken down because of this you know um that you know with all this like pressure and i feel like the pressure sometimes doesn't come externally it comes from yourself yes definitely right mm-hmm. and another word that i think should be tied to this idea of love that we got from the first question is gratitude yes 100%. because gratitude having gratitude or exercising gratitude for the things that allah has given you builds an innate sort of love mm-hmm. for the things around you yeah Salam, it's Janaba here. I apologize. I'm very sick right now, so my voice does sound very different. Um, but just wanted to quickly interrupt the episode and to tell you guys we have a very exciting announcement. We're having our first event with the MSA, inshallah, on Monday, Monday 5th, May 5th, sorry. Um, so we'll be about pic- we'll be having a picnic and we'll be getting some great food. We'll be painting some great tote bags. And Charlotte Ahlakati will be holding a small, reflective, mindful circle discussing on ways to improve after Ramadan and trying to figure out the lessons we've learned and how to extract all the goodness we've done in that blessed month. And it will be a great honour to have you come along with us on that event, inshallah. So it will be starting at 11, uh, 11 a.m. until 2 p.m. Our event from the Ahlakati Collective uh, sort of reflective circle will go on for an hour, so 11 to 12 essentially and it'll be fantastic to have you along all the details will be in our show notes check it out and we can't wait to see you there inshallah now back to the episode um for example like you might be grateful for your family grateful for your parents and grateful for the love that you guys have for each other and because you're grateful for the love that you have for each other you are also grateful to Allah for providing this love yes right um because you know not everyone might be in the same situation Mm -hmm. right um and also when we're talking about gratitude gratitude for you know the body that i've been given a lot of people are disabled Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. um i'm able to walk around i'm mobile you know um i'm able to have an education because so many people can't access education Mm -hmm. so when you go to the root of these things it kind of teaches you to look reflect on yourself Mm -hmm. because it's easy to fall prey to like saying I'm not enough. I'm not enough in this aspect. I'm not enough in that aspect. But people tend to forget the things that Allah has bestowed them with already. Mm-hmm. And I think this gratitude, having this gratitude or reflecting on those things brings about a sort of love. 
a love for the life that Allah has um, allowed you to live, a love for the things that you've given, a love for, you know, the religion, for Islam. Yes. Yeah? Because a lot of people, um, like, you know, they're not born into this. And then when they do revert, um, you know, they... They, they they get so emotional because they're like, mm-hmm. you guys have had this from when you were born, but I've gotten it like right now. Yes. Right? yes. Um, and I think I'm rambling. <laughs> no, no. No, you uh, have a way with words. Like I could just literally see you and talk to you. To <laughs> no, no. In a textbook. Yeah. Like I want to have a you and Astro just have a conversation. I'll just sit yes, and Yes, yes. I would love awe. that actually. I'll yeah. just sit in awe. Like I'll just be quiet the whole time. I honestly no, no. I, I, I want you to contribute as well because when you say things as well, you have a way with them. No, subhanallah. <laughs> like I feel like I have to change my first impression of you because right now, yeah. Like I'm just, I just feel like I mean like, complete, and just in <laughs> awe of your of your wisdom. I'm not joking. Like, I'm you. like I'm literally just yeah. like sitting here like. Oh, wow. Like, this podcast is doing something because we yeah. have people like you and us are coming on and talking so openly yeah. about this. And I'm so excited to have more people as well. Yes, and inshallah. Share their, yes. And I think that's why this mm-hmm. podcast as a platform mm-hmm. are so good. And this is going into the root of why we started this almost. Yeah. We should do an origin story. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, here. We, we, maybe next time when all yeah. of us are on campus, we should come together yeah. a week, a break from, like, uh, those, I guess, ones. We can come yeah. together and just... Yeah. Oh God knows, but we could just wrap Yeah, but this like mm-hmm. this this platform is so good because it it gets you to I don't know really think deeply mm-hmm. about your life yourself, mm-hmm. your religion, mm-hmm. Islam, mm-hmm. right? Um, where do, where so, do you think it comes from? Where do you think that yeah that like because I feel like you're so self assured in who you are and it's really beautiful. Subhanallah. That it might seem like that. <laughs> <laughs> it might seem like that, but mm-hmm. um in in reality, like you know, I think this has just come from um, experience that I've had. Previously, and I'm sure yep. a lot of people might echo this sentiment where mm-hmm. um, you've been just so confused up until this point, or like like so much doubt, you know. Yes. Your biggest cr- um, critic is yourself. Yes. You know, 100%. at the end of the day, mm-hmm. and that's how it's been for me a lot of the time. So it's not that I'm s- self-assured. I think it's I've put my assurance in Allah. Wow. I put my faith in Allah. So it's like I know that what He chooses for me, what He mm-hmm. ordains for me is mm-hmm. the best because He's the best of planners. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? And I think just coming um, to terms with that yeah. and um, accepting that, accepting Qadr, mm-hmm. um, it's just, it plays such a big part mm-hmm. in like really like working around issues of this type, mm-hmm. especially body image mm-hmm. and stuff like that because mm-hmm. I'm. Like I think I've had experience with that, right? Yeah. And um, I'm sure many people echo this sentiment and have like so many different issues that they can mm-hmm. um, relate to this, right? Um, and again, it's not easy, but I feel like if you like, this is my like coping mechanism almost. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think yeah, that's where that assurance comes from, mm-hmm. right? And I'm not saying that there won't be times where I don't fall into these types of doubts and mm-hmm. you know all that, mm-hmm. but. As long as you can tie yourself back, you know, mm-hmm. just go back to that fundamental idea of look, Allah is with you, and Allah will make things work out for you, inshallah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah. So that's essentially like I think what those two questions tie back to. That's why I chose them, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. um, this this idea just like touches so many other different issues and different points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What advice would you give to someone who I guess? is struggling to look at themselves uh, or the self-worth, entire self-worth to work yeah. or to people. Yeah. How do you think you can you can make them reframe that idea and make sure that their self-worth 
isn't towards people or to the world it's also mostly towards themselves and how I guess they view the world through God's I guess create you know creation whatever it is because yeah. I had a friend uh, um, Cindy talked to me before mm, she was okay. talking to me yeah. about how basically you know I asked her if she regretted uh, not uh, pursuing her degree that she graduated she said no yeah. I, I don't feel ashamed for wasting my time I, it wasn't a time waste yeah, yeah, and my a, purpose was tied to that job yeah. I'm still worthy in the eyes of God regardless of me feeling like I have to be enough for society to fit into this exactly. box and follow yeah, this yeah. pathway that people have put me in my life so how mm. do you think you would mm. give advice to someone who's struggling mentally to really reframe mm. that idea of my self-worth and how do you make them at least I guess understand that Allah's love is always present yes, you know yeah, internally yeah. and externally mm-hmm. yeah that's that's actually a big thing and it's um something that multiple people go through mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. um and I just think it goes back to this whole idea of you are not a slave to people and to mm-hmm. the world you are a slave to Allah yes yes mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. going back to this idea of being a slave to Allah right um mm-hmm. being Abdullah right being yes. a slave to Allah yes um is the whole fact that uh, he, because he is the best of planners, he ordains the best for you, right? Mm-hmm. So any anything that is of material nature, for example, in the world, right? Um, although it is important to pursue things, right? Pursue education, yes. you know, pursue academics, pursue things that you are passionate in, mm-hmm. right? You have to go back to something that is not temporary. You have to go back to something that is forever, and that's ever present. Right, and that is a lot. That is um, Islam and your religion. Okay, um, but even even just generally, generally, um, everyone I think has this sort of like spirituality within them, mm-hmm. and it's you just have to kind of nurture it. Yeah. Like I was actually today, I was um, I was sitting um, studying, and uh, there was a table next to me with mm-hmm. um, a Bible study group right um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um a bible study group and what they were doing was they were kind of um they were sitting in a circle and they were taking turns and they were writing um things that they were grateful for you know mm-hmm. um things that they plan on doing um you know and then going through a few um things in the bible pulling them out yeah. and how mm-hmm. they can apply it to their lives mm-hmm. and um it just it just like made me think about how different people regardless of religion mm-hmm. um we're just like there's this innate sort of kind of this idea of like gratitude Mm -hmm. that is so important for us that if you don't recognize it gets hard to appreciate the things that you have yes so when we're looking at um you know things of things like Mm self-worth right we have to kind of like switch this narrative of oh i'm not enough you know my self-worth is lacking because i'm not doing this to things like I, I am enough, you know, mm-hmm. just like what Cindy said that yep. she doesn't regret um, pursuing her degree and she doesn't call it a waste of time because it's something she actively pursued in that moment. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And actively pursuing something in the moment doesn't mean you're going to continue continue it forever. You know, you are allowed that space to change your mind. You know, to change um, things that motivate you, to change your passions because you are kind of like also changing with your circumstance. Right, and the way I look at it is, a lot of people kind of have this regret of, oh, I'm doing this degree now, and I'm not happy about this degree. I've finished this degree. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do with it? Okay, you've still, you've still actually kind of um, done a form of worship 
within like you know pursuing education yeah pursuing mm-hmm. academics mm-hmm. so technically islamically if we look at it you haven't wasted time because you've where you could have been doing other things that are unrelated um you know high highly materialistic you mm-hmm. know um you've chosen to pursue um you know education right and that's why this time isn't a waste because again like i said it ties back to qadr of allah you, you were meant to pursue this right even though you aren't going to pursue it into the future mm-hmm. right because everyone's um perspectives and everyone's experiences change right over the course of a few years even right so it's okay to you know take that medical degree and then i don't know halfway through <laughs> feel like you know uh, i need to drop this because i can't cope okay mm-hmm. that's just your subconscious telling you slow down yes right? slow down reflect on this think about think about this right mm. it's okay to change right and i think drowning out like um negativeness from external sources yes. really helps you feel yourself with internal affirmation mm-hmm. right so internal affirmation like um i am enough right yeah um allah has provided me so many things mm-hmm. right um i should be like be grateful for where i am you know and just like putting like i said before putting it into perspective with others as well sometimes okay so like for example um this whole thing of privilege right so education that you've pursued um and then you don't like your degree at, by by the end of you finishing it and you say you've wasted time but then there are some people who don't have access to education in the world right so if they were in my position what would they have felt you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so kind of like going back to this whole idea and i know it's like really multifaceted like there's so many different yeah. ways you can take it so many different advice that you can give um but my main piece of advice would be um what i said like tr- try and drown out external voices mm-hmm. because at the end of the day um they're not going to mean anything to you because you're living your life mm-hmm. right they're living their own they have their um own issues you know yes. their own pressures and then if the pressure is coming from yourself turn to um you know the the love that Allah has provided for you you know or your faith right mm-hmm. what your faith says mm-hmm. and essentially a big part of faith right whether it be Islam or other religions um but that innate spirituality is tied to this idea of gratitude yeah right <coughs> mm-hmm. which is being happy where you are right and um I mentioned this before as well it's it, it I'm not saying that this is something that comes easily mm-hmm. i'm saying that this is something that can be um practiced right and it's all right to get it wrong sometimes because at the end of the day we're all learning we're all growing from our experiences mm-hmm. right and so being patient with yourself being kind to yourself you know um you know loving yourself um that is just all part of that right so there's a lot of different aspects of that that just ties together mm-hmm. yeah um i don't know if i've answered your question fully no, no, but you like i think that's just like it's kind of a summary of what i've been saying so far mm-hmm. towards this whole um giving advice yes you know. yes no i think you you did yeah. a fantastic job like i <laughs> i feel like yeah you should be signing this podcast not me i feel like you're the one no, we we're collaborating <laughs> we're like, collaborating because we need mm-hmm. we need i think it's so important to have different different perspectives yes definitely yes because yes. i might think of it in this perspective but you bring a new perspective to, to mm-hmm. the table that i haven't thought about mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then that like you know ignites a light bulb moment for me yeah we're just learning from each other basically exactly yeah, yeah. but um wow i'm so like in complete shock make it easy for us all <laughs> inshallah <Yeah. laughs> this is literally 
a project that's like so small right now but inshallah, inshallah. whatever happens yeah it will grow from here um but thank you so much. <laughs> I like subhanallah. I could me. just listen to you talk all day. <laughs> no. Like I want you to it's, like yeah. be my you know how they have those um you know that movie Inside Out they have a bunch yeah, of yeah. characters? I want you to be <laughs> joy. Oh no, that's just right. be joy that's in my head. That's the biggest compliment. That's the biggest compliment. You're welcome. You're welcome. Because, l- like you said, I feel like um uh, first impressions of me can be like very quiet. Yes, yes. Um mm-hmm. but um I've kind of broken out of my shell a bit. And I feel like a lot of people um, do that. So yeah. I mm-hmm. that, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, you, whatever. yeah, I could, <laughs> you could literally just hear you talk to me like, yeah. hey, shut yeah. up. Do this, do that. <laughs> no, what I want is I want discussion, you know. Mm-hmm, I want mm-hmm. discussion with all of us. Yeah, yeah, I think we could, like, get a topic. Maybe we talk about love for a whole episode. Yeah, exactly. We could, like, bring in an idea. Because there's just so many aspects. Like, you can't, like... Like it's, it's hard to stop myself from like speaking because there's just so many <laughs> things to talk about you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so you, like yeah so having like different perspectives on things is like such a good learning experience yeah yeah i think from inshallah, each other yeah. and for the viewers as well yeah i yeah. think inshallah we will get three of us on Sorry, the listeners <laughs> the viewers <laughs> um but inshallah we can do that <coughs> sorry my throat oh i hope you're yeah um, <laughs> you feel better <laughs> inshallah it's season yeah my nose is just like oh um but thank you so much for coming on. Like, thank you for having me. Absolutely, I feel like this podcast is yeah. for something now. When I was listening to you talking yesterday with Asra, yeah, I was like, this could just be actually a dua of mine that's been accepted, and inshallah, it keeps yeah. growing and flowing, or whatever you call it. Um, yeah. But I feel so honored to just sit here and like have you on the team, and you and Asra yeah. have done. I'm honoured of you to have asked me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, genuinely. Well, you answered. I asked people yeah. to answer. Nobody answered. And you finally came on and said... And you threw out the form. Yeah. And I'm like... Oh. You know what it was? It was the graphic design aspect. Because I was, like, looking for, like, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. something to maybe I, I could add to my resume, you mm-hmm. know. Or, like, have, like, as a as a side thing, you know. To yeah. ease kind of uni pressure. Mm-hmm. But then it turned into this, which I'm so grateful for. Oh, the level, because I, I feel like this is so be. important. Yeah, yeah, I think it was meant to be, inshallah. But um, I'm very honoured to have you today. And inshallah, yeah. we can have you on many more. You can literally just co-host. <laughs> just do the hosting. Invite me, me and Asra. Yeah, I could yeah. just take an entire like, month off. And yeah. you guys could just talk. Because I would listen to that. I'd just edit it and that's it. Yeah. Um, but that's it for our episode. That's it for our Chamber of Secrets. Yeah. Um, thank you for being open. Thank you for being vulnerable. Thank you no, for thank training you. experiences. Thank yeah. you for teaching me things. I've learned yes. a lot. <laughs> um, honestly, I have. Thank um, you for the Akhirah Collective, oh. yeah. which I tell her often, by the way. But you know, <laughs> just restating it, reiterating it. Um, you're welcome. I think twelve-year-old me right now is kicking herself. This is unbelievable. <laughs> she would be proud. I think so. I think definitely. Um, but that's it for our episode. I think I'll see you next time. Inshallah. Next time. Um, you can reach episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Exactly. So uh, yeah. So thank Become you so much. Become the Australian um, digital sisterhood. <laughs> So how <laughs>